Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Um, we're going to get back to the Cuomo news. We'll have plenty of time for your calls coming up at the bottom of this half hour. Uh, 800-941-SEAN. I want to I get back to the COVID issue just for a second here beyond the Obama's super spreader event. It is, if every American is not angry at what's going on at our southern border, and even our, our own government officials, their own estimates show 400,000 COVID positive cases at the southern border you know and then you have uh, more hypocrisy you have the squad member congresswoman Talib caught massless on a crowded dance floor at a wedding party on sunday where she was dancing the night away and and hugging all the people around her and it's it's just everywhere hypocrisy reigns it's unbelievable now you notice DeSantis added teeth to his ban on the mask mandates in schools, threatening to withdraw salaries, which I loved. And now Fauci is bought into completely the vaccine mandates by saying, oh, we need them for teachers. Okay, why is Fauci silent on the Obama party super spreader event in Martha's Vineyard? Why is he silent on on the biggest super spreader at the southern border and where's the science behind vaccine mandates are you are you saying dr fauci i know you say criticism of you is criticizing science are you going against the science of the cleveland clinic because if you are i want to know even the people that got covid that have natural immunity you serious you know you got fake news cnn proposing travel bans on states like florida and louisiana good you know what if you're in new york california you can't go to florida Good idea. I might actually agree with that. Maybe not a bad idea at all. That would, of course, keep me out. They can't. I'm going to have to apply for a special passport based on my own standard. Maybe I needed to think that through before I stated that, Linda. That, that wouldn't be a particularly good idea with my future plans. Very, get the very hell true. out of here. Um, I mean, as fast as you can. It's only getting worse. I mean, it's complete insanity. Now, did, and I played last night this idiot fake news at Costa over fake news CNN. It's the DeSantis variant. Oh, so, I mean, is that supposed to be funny? You mean the one guy that didn't put COVID patients in nursing homes? Ron DeSantis shut down basically all of Florida government from the get-go and mobilized every government agency in Florida for the purpose of protect, protecting the very high population of, of older Americans. And now he's kind of doing the same thing by, by making sure therapeutics are available since the CDC last week stated that, yeah, now that you got the vaccine that we told you would bring your life back to normal, yeah, we're not. Yeah, you can still get COVID, even though you took the, the vaccine. Let me play, for example, a message. One guy that's been right every step of the way and has nailed it every step of the way and is a medical doctor himself. He's also the senator from the great state of Kentucky, Rand Paul. He's imploring people to resist vaccine and mask mandates and lockdowns. He's right. Just like Ted Cruz on TV was right. It's time for us to resist. They can't arrest all of us. They can't keep all of your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed, although I've got a long list of ones they might keep closed or might ought to keep closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. Nancy Pelosi, you will not arrest or stop me or anyone on my staff from doing our jobs. 
We have either had COVID, had the vaccine, or been offered the vaccine. We will make our own health choices. We will not show you a passport. We will not wear a mask. We will not be forced into random screenings and testings so you can continue your drunk with power reign over the Capitol. President Biden, we will not accept your agency's mandates or your reported moves towards a lockdown. No one should follow the CDC's anti-science mask mandates. And if you want to shut down federal agencies again, some of which aren't even back to work yet, I will stop every bill coming through the Senate with an amendment to cut their funding if they don't come back to work in person. Wow. Rand Paul joins us now. Uh, Senator, beyond the idiotic infrastructure bill that some of your Republican weak colleagues went along with, uh, you've been dead right on this from the beginning. Um, I, I want Fauci to answer this question, and maybe you can help me. You're a medical doctor. I'm not. But I, I, from all my understanding, the Cleveland Clinic is pretty is a pretty prestigious medical institution. Would you agree with that, Senator? Absolutely. Okay. The, the Cleveland Clinic has confirmed what you had been saying first, which is natural immunity, not not the antibody levels that you measure in blood if you had COVID that eventually decrease and maybe don't even get picked up, but T cell immunity that lasts for a lifetime. Um, that is real, and, and their recommendation following the science is that if you had COVID, like you have stated publicly you had, that you don't need any of the vaccines. Did, did they not confirm what you had said prior to the release of that study? Yeah, the Cleveland Clinic looked at 52,000 employees, and several thousand of them had COVID, didn't get vaccinated, but then they checked them for reinfection, and then they found that zero of them were reinfected. There's an even larger study out of Israel recently that looked at 7,700 people who just got the Delta variant, and they found that six times more, 6.72 times more likely if you were vaccinated to get the Delta variant than if you had had the disease naturally. Now, this is not an argument against vaccination. I think a vaccination is a big part of trying to get through this pandemic. But it also is an argument that natural infection is equally as good. And this is important because we have employers now firing people who have had COVID, have natural immunity, and yet they're saying, oh, you have to be vaccinated. That ignores the science. And Fauci, if he were worth anything, if he had any degree or semblance of honesty, would step forward and say we should not be mandating vaccines on people who have already had COVID. Okay, we're following the science. That's what we're following here. I don't want anybody to get sick, uh, Senator, doctor. I don't know if I should call you doctor or senator in segments like this, but you are a medical doctor. You know, I, there's been a lot of pressure put on me, Senator, and I've asked you about this before, and I don't feel qualified to tell people what to do, and nor am I going to shame people that make decisions based on their own unique medical history, their current medical condition, the amount of research that they did themselves, their own consultation with their own doctor, doctors, etc. It, it's really none of my business. I, I seem to be one of the very few talking about medical privacy and doctor-patient confidentiality. Now, that seems to be going out the window with these vaccine passports in cities like in New York and states like New York and California. Your thoughts on that? <laughs> you know, it's 
kind of amazing how people don't even listen to what you're saying often. So I was walking down the hall coming between the Senate floor and my office, and a guy came up to me and said, you know, so-and-so had COVID, and he now, he, you know, he had had it before, and he's got it again. Does that change your mind on vaccines? And I looked at him, and I said, absolutely not. I'm as pro-vaccine as I've always been. He's like, what, what? And I said, I'm against the mandates. I'm not against the vaccine. I've always said that people at high risk, over 65, and people overweight at almost any age, but particularly over 40, really ought to be vaccinated. And even with the vaccination for people who have had COVID, there probably is some evidence that if you're over 65, you've already had the disease, that a booster might not be a bad idea. I probably wouldn't take two shots again, but there are some like Dr. McCary out of Johns Hopkins that have recommended maybe taking one. But the bottom line is in a free society, you make these decisions Freely, they're yours based on your medical history, your allergic history, what your doctor tells you, and you make these decisions. But it's amazing how people on the left don't want to allow you to have that freedom. They think that you're not smart enough to make your own decisions, so they'll make them for you. You know, I mean, that's such a good point. And, and they, everybody does have a unique medical history. And, you know, once you open the Pandora's box that you need a, a passport to even get into a restaurant. Now, I don't know why everything we poll always gets broken down or statistically gets broken down demographically. Let me give you an example like New York City, where under a third of African-Americans in New York City have been vaccinated. I don't know why, but that's of, of all the demographic groups out there, they have the lowest number. Um, that's not an issue for me. I'm not getting into telling people what to do. I'm just telling people I've seen the worst of this. Please take it seriously. Please research extensively. Please talk to your doctor, your doctors. There are centers all over New York City. If you choose to get the vaccination, you can get it. It's for free. But that's not my decision. And I'm not qualified to give you medical advice. I don't know anything about your current medical condition yeah, or history. Are, you know, things so now, have so serious. You know, have gotten so yeah. serious with the vaccine passport in New York that I've heard Governor Cuomo will not even harass you if you have not been vaccinated. So this oh, is a pretty serious. This is a pretty serious yeah. state. Am I going to have to start editing the senators now? Oh, <laughs> seriously, am I going to have to like? It's bad yeah. enough I have to edit myself and the team every day. Now I got to edit my friends. Um, uh, but 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 in all seriousness, what now? African Americans, two thirds of them are going to be shut out of restaurants they're going to be shut out of bars they're going to be shut out of sporting events and concerts and and any public venue the thing is is that it's so much pessimism so much sturm and drang from fauci and all these government people it's actually the opposite over 90 percent of people over 65 now have been vaccinated that's extraordinary in a free society of their own free will people at high risk have chosen to take the vaccine nine out of ten that's an amazing statistic over age 50, it's 75% of people over age 50. So people have made their own wise decisions, and it's just remarkable. The one thing we could do, other than vaccination, which I'm for, but the one thing we could do that you'll never hear Dr. Fauci say is he should be on every channel saying if you get sick and you're beginning to get a bronchitis and you're getting sicker, that monoclonal antibodies could save your life. But Thank you. you. In it. You have to get in in time to do it. If you wait too long, they will not give you the monoclonal antibodies. So let me tell you a story about one of my best friends. And this this is a friend of mine for years. And he's an engineer. He's a, an event. He was once the inventor of the year. He's a cool guy, smart guy, fully vaccinated. And not this past Saturday, the Saturday before, he contracted COVID. He was stunned. 
And I said, and when he went to get tested, he asked, he went up to one of the little dock in the box places. He didn't go to a hospital, but he went, you know, where they do good testing. It's a great testing center. And and he asked, well, a lot of people that are vaccinated getting it. And the doctor looked at him and said, every single case now, every case. So he went, he, he, I, well, he along with me and, and people that care for him deeply, that we, we put our heads together. And in less than 24 hours after diagnosis, he had the infusion of Regeneron. He followed it up with ivermectin, HCQ, D3, C, zinc, quercetin. I don't remember everything else. I can't keep up with all this. And, and, a, and a steroid, but he didn't need it. In two days, he was out fishing. In three days, he was riding his bicycle on, you know, these wide open trails um, and and felt great. And he's now, yeah. now he's past the point of any, you know, any danger whatsoever. And he feels no different at all. He was a little tired a couple of days, but nothing horrible. And those right. monoclonal antibodies like Regeneron, Eli Lilly has their version. That To me, that's the most underutilized weapon against COVID that we've had the whole time and that we never talk about. Well, and here's the thing. If you, if you watch, if you make the mistake and turn on CNN, which I don't recommend, but if you do, you'll see doctors on there saying, well, the mask is so much more important and immediate of an effect than the vaccine. That's malpractice. That would be kicked off television. In no way, shape, or form should a mask be your primary choice over a vaccine. They don't work very well. The cloth masks don't work at all. The vaccine does work. But do you ever hear any of these clowns on CNN saying, well, the, the monoclonal antibodies could save your life? They really could, and not enough people know about it. Not enough people know that the virus has a predilection and is much more damaging and people are overweight. So I don't care if you're 40. If you're getting pretty sick with COVID, don't wait. I mean, if you begin having a significant cough, you've got to talk to your doctor and see, can I get in and am I eligible for the monoclonal antibodies? Because we have a lot of it out there, but we're not using it because the doctors aren't as clued in on this as they could be. And really, nobody's been talking about it publicly. Well, you have, we have, and, you know, we've had a, you know, I mean, we put on doctors with all points of view, um, even some that I disagree with. But just to give people the information so they can make the informed decision, uh, you've really been ahead of the curve in all of this. And I give you a lot of credit, Senator, also medical doctor, Rand Paul, and uh, I admire your courage. And by the way, would you, if you can find an injection of courage, would you mind giving it to about 18 of your colleagues as it relates to that stupid infrastructure bill they pushed? That may be a lost cause, but, you know, there are primaries out there, so voters need to decide if they want big government Republicans or whether they want conservatives. Yeah. All right, Senator Rand Paul, thank you. 800-941-SEAN. Look at that. Everybody wants to talk about Cuomo. All right, we'll get back to Cuomo. If that's what you want, I, I am here to play the hits. Uh, Andrew Cuomo resigning or announcing he's resigning in two weeks today. Uh, we'll get to that, our top story, and your call straight ahead, 800-941-SEAN. Sean Hannity talks to the people involved in the top stories of the day, every day. Sean Hannity is on. Hi, right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. And we're covering all the news today, not just uh, the fact that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has resigned, the, the impact, the aftermath of this, what it's going to mean. Um, 
a lot of people I've noticed on social media brought up, but what about Lucy Flores? What about um, Tara Reid? What about the creepy Joe Biden video? Even even Andrew Cuomo put some of that stuff out. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. Now, it was Biden that said that Cuomo should resign and will probably end up being prosecuted. Remember, if the investigation confirms the claims of the women, should he resign? Yes, I think he'd probably end up being prosecuted, too. A woman should be presumed to telling the truth and should not be scapegoated and become victimized by her coming forward, number one. But there should be an investigation to determine whether what she says is true. That's what's going on now. All right, then. All right, what about Joe Biden's creepy comment montage? Remember the sniffing, the touching, the... I I mean, it's creepy. I, I don't get this grab somebody's face and kiss them and force them into you thing that Cuomo did, nor do I get Joe Biden sniffing hair, stroking young girl's hair. I mean, it's creepy all to me. Yes, sir. Ma'am. Yeah, Senator, I find you very articulate. May I ask I find uh, you to very the best? lovely. Come on up front. <laughs> the rest is not very good. That's uh, what I thought. <laughs> That's why. And you guys can sit in the edge of your if you, if you, I, I don't want you to have to stand all along, but, but it's up to you. By the way, he gave me permission to touch him. Right? And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Good news is, for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older, too. Okay. It's just, it'll be interesting to see because Biden's been in the candidate protection program and the presidential campaign uh, protection program. All right. I know a lot of you want to talk about Cuomo. Uh, we'll stay with it. Uh, let's say hi to Don in Iowa. Don, you're on the Sean Hannity show. Hello. Hi, Sean. Thank you very much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're very welcome. I just, uh, you're, you're one of your sayings, let not your heart be troubled. Andrew Cuomo still has a career after he gets out of office. I think they're going to hire him over at CNN. I don't think so. I don't. If it did happen, it won't be for some period of time. I mean, I guess you could point to Jeffrey Tubin and, of course, the Zoom call of all Zoom calls. Uh, that was a, uh, you know, I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I had a really good line, but I'm going to be smart for once in my life. Uh, my team is now looking at me like, what, what? Tell them, tell us, tell us. Um, I, I don't really see that happening. Um, but look, Elliot Spitzer got hired by CNN, right? So it's not that far off. And it's... You know, the thing that has been missing in in all of this, I don't think he would have resigned, I believe, and maybe we'll talk more about this later, but I do believe that this interview that I watched on CBS with a woman that previously had not been identified as uh, executive assistant number one, her name now we know is Brittany Camiso, and I watched that interview closely, and I just said, wow, 
It just the the credibility, the sincerity, and then two more people coming out. Now we're up to 13 and it, it gets to the point. It's a snowball effect. I, I knew once once that once Schumer and Gillibrand and Hakeem Jeffries and Greg Meeks and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, that this part of it was always to me a fait accompli. And now the question is, what happens legally, criminally, civilly, you know, down the road with Cuomo? And, you know, watch watch the New York taxpayer have to foot the bill for all this. You'll see. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, but Jeffrey Tubin is exactly why they're going to uh, hire Andrew Cuomo, because Jeffrey Tubin is hired for hands on political analysis and his hands on aren't always on his political analysis. And, and the same thing's going to happen with Andrew Cuomo. His hands are going to be elsewhere as well. So they're going to be needing the team. Um, We'll see. Time will tell. Don, thank you. Harvey, Kentucky, next. Sean Hannity Show. Glad you called, Harvey. What's going on? Well, Sean, first of all, uh, thanks for your service as being a conservative voice. And Well, Well, thank you for giving me this microphone. But it's really all of us together. Don't forget. Everyone, we're all us. We got to look at it like this. No, not one spoke is more important than the other. We're spokes in a wheel, and we, we were on a mission, and the mission is to save the country and to get the to right the ship. And together, I think we can do it. I just I I know these principles of conservatism work. I've I've been a steady, solid conservative my entire career, and you know I've made adjustments on some issues over the years, but you know the core principles that have guided me since I started have not changed. So what else is on your mind? Okay. Um, well, I just feel like the whole uh, Cuomo situation is just poison to conservatives and to Republicans right now. We need to let the Democrats clean up their own mess, and then at the end of it, we can grade how well they took care of their own. And we need to stay focused on the border crime and opening schools and the other things and not let Cuomo be a distraction. Well, I don't disagree that we've got to pay attention. And um, but this is not Republicans that have done this to Cuomo. What I have concluded in the process of watching all of this, and, and I'm going to be very honest, I've kind of disassociated from New York politics for a long time now because I, I just don't see the point in it because Democrats control everything. Republicans have zero power. And what I'm, my conclusion is, and it's just anecdotal from what I can see, I, I, I get the sense that Andrew Cuomo has been hated by a lot of people for a long time. And this was their opportunity on the Democratic side to finally get rid of somebody that nobody seemed to like. That's my take. And that's that's on him. But. Um, what will be interesting, more interesting, I think, to see is on the issue of law, application of laws, et cetera, et cetera. L- look, I still give due process. He hasn't been convicted. Um, certainly in the court of public opinion, he is. The case is pretty damning and overwhelming. Um, but I said the same thing about Kavanaugh. You don't rush to judgment. You, people have a right to defend themselves. And as that as those hearings went forward and I and the Republicans were tough on Kavanaugh. They actually did it the right way. They they said, okay, we have these issues, let's deal with them. Let's check the the veracity and the credibility of the people involved. 
And, you know, then we saw stories start just, you know, falling apart, like, like the Swetnick story, you know, that he spiked the punch bowl every other weekend, him and other high schoolers. And then the boys lined up in home or gang raping girls every other weekend. And didn't didn't sound right to me at the time that nobody had told a teacher, a parent, a law enforcement official or anybody. And that this happened again every other weekend. Well, and then, it, well, he spiked the punch ball. I saw him near the punch ball. I saw him with a red solo cup. Well, he wasn't standing in line, but he was upstairs and there was a line. I'm like, okay, it's it, things like that over time as you vet these stories. Um, maybe I'll play it again later, but I, I again, I think it was Brittany uh, Camiso who, who, you know, whose credibility tipped this, tipped the, the balance here. And, and we'll see. Time is going to tell and whether or not there is criminal charges brought in the case. And, you know, those are very difficult cases often to prove in a court of law, just so people know, and your expectations are managed. And it's got to go beyond the he said, she said. And, you know, but we'll see. Quick break. We'll come back and we'll get back to the phones. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Top of the hour. Uh, we'll update you on just what is in this monstrosity of a infrastructure bill, the quote bipartisan ridiculous bill that some Republicans went along with. Uh, and then, of course, the reconciliation bill, which is trillions and trillions in new Green Deal radical socialism. back to our busy phones anyway thanks harvey diane long island new york what's up diane how are you hi sean thank you for the opportunity and thanks to your team and the contributors that make all you do possible i pray thank for you, you daily that means a lot thank you thank you the unvaccinated needs a champion a voice of reason during this time of insanity I never thought I'd live to see the day where Americans are being stripped of their freedom and being so complacent about it. What's happening, and I just want to talk a little bit about COVID, not to get off uh, topic. Talk about anything that you want to talk about. Go ahead. All right. Thank you for that. I'm allergic to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Every time that president gets on the TV and says this is, you know, a pandemic of the vaccinated, I mean, are we going to be treated like lepers? The last time I checked, this isn't ancient Roman Nazi Germany, or is it? It's, you know, it's, you don't it's, know how there, it is you, to live every day now. What happens is when you are stripped of hope, you start to live in fear. And there is no one out there talking about what they're going to do for people with disabilities. I have a friend with late-stage MS. She can't take the shot. We would like to comply because, it's you know, we feel it's a smart thing to do. Not everybody feels that way, and I can respect that. But, you know, we're being ostracized. What say you, Mr. Hannity? Says Mr. Hannity that I believe in medical privacy and I believe that this has to be an individual choice and I stand on the side of freedom and I you don't even owe me any explanation as to why. Now, you you mentioned you and your friend have conditions that prohibit you from getting the vaccine, that you would get it if you could. 
And I assume you made that decision after doing your own research and consulting with your doctor, your doctors and medical professionals. Yeah. And um, it's uh, I feel bad in the sense for you that if you you said you wanted it, but you can't have it. Um, that means, especially with this Delta variant, which is way more contagious, you've got to be more careful than ever right now. And, I, and I'm sure you're taking those precautions. Um, so I, you're in a tough spot. But I will oh, tell you, the, the vaccine shaming that's going on, you know, people have been trying to pressure me to tell people what to do. Um, I, I, the only thing I can do is because I don't know what I before I just spoke to you. I knew nothing about your medical history, nothing about mm-hmm. your current medical condition or your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that you're allowed to keep private. I believe in doctor patient confidentiality. And I'm sure you, sell, you sound very well versed and informed on vaccines and your current medical condition. I'm sure you talked to doctors about your condition and, and, and spoken about it probably more than you want to, uh, like all of us. And this is the decision that that you made in conjunction with your doctors and you 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 do not need to apologize feel embarrassed about nor should you be shut out of life also which well, in your you know, state of new york is, is about that. to happen to you well uh, next month is my birthday september 13th as a matter of fact do you know what's happening in new york city i was born and raised in conditional district 14 land right. of aoc okay I'm not going to be able to go back to the old hometown and celebrate, you know, and, and hook up with people. You know, where are your papers? <laughs> and he's going to enforce it. By the way, when 13. you say hook up, it's got a very different meaning than when I was growing up. Just said, and it sounds like when you were growing up. So just just be aware of that little part. But it made me laugh. Go ahead. Oh, my God. I gave you a laugh because you gave me a heck of a belly laugh on Friday when you were talking with uh Charlie. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, <laughs> lovely Linda. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Hi, Diane. Don't get her fired no, no, up no, today. No. no, Comrade de Blasio gave me my birthday present, but you are right about this one thing, and you constantly say this. Therapeutics are not being touted. Why? You know, we should be using, because when you first contract a disease, it lives in your nasal passages. So I'm sure there's things that they could do. I know a surgeon up in Stony Brook that his daughter contracted COVID, and he was flushing out her sinuses every single day. Listen, I'll add one thing, and you're right. Um, Look, have a plan just in case. Talk to your doctors about, all right, can't get the vaccine. Can you take Regeneron? To me, that's the most underutilized therapeutic out there that has. And I've seen the magic that it has 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 made in in helping people mitigate the the ravages of what covid can do. Um, Anyway, Diane, God bless you. Appreciate the call. Thank you for checking in with us. 800-941-SHAWN is on number. You want to be a part of the program. Quick break right back.